0: Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Soundbites with Dr. Bing. Well, Today we're going to talk about food labels and the lies that are perpetrated on food labels. So here are some of the things that I wanted to actually touch on and let's see whether or not you are falling for these food label lies. Food labels have actually gained a lot of prominence over the years and it can be a great way to maintain or remain in touch with what you eat. Now the history of food labels actually date back to the 18th century where focus on the labels was to provide information about a product and to prevent the commerce of adulterated and misbranded drugs, foods or drinks. Now, the role of food labels have since progressed to provide nutritional facts, such as serving quantities and various nutrients, ingredients of the foods and drinks are also displayed. And as we, as a society, push towards healthier options, uh, more and more food and drink producers and companies are going the extra mile to actually market their products to, well, the eager population. Well, however, sometimes there can be elements of very clever marketing and there's strategic thinking behind utilizing what may end up misleading the consumer and you might just get the short end of the stick. So uh, unfortunately, marketing the way that it is has gotten to a stage whereby food labels are now untrustworthy. And there are plenty of lies that are, uh, that are prevalent and also uh, twisting of facts that make food labels uh, just inaccurate. And so this, this has been very interesting. Uh, however, having said that, there's no such thing as a half lie; It's either true or not. And with regards to food labels, it's the same. It's either true or it's false. And the problem is that there are labels where it might look like they're telling the truth and it could still be a lie so there are a variety of tricky ways where the food and drink companies try to market their products so you need to be aware what is out there what these marketing companies are actually doing how they make products looked and uh, and also what's more important determining what exactly is in the product that you're buying okay so The first big thing is it's organic, right? And here's here's (laughs) the absolute funny thing. It may not be organic. Organic is the health buzz. Everyone is uh, aware that, you know, you want to live healthy. Organic has been gaining popularity because there's increase in vital nutrients and minerals. And this label is being used on everything. Foods, drinks, drugs, clothes, baby products. The notion is that... If something is organic then it's better than the alternative this might be true in some circumstances but the problem is what does organic actually mean when you see it on food labels well the problem actually is that sometimes the labels even though it says organic is not entirely organic so marketers Find all of these clever ways to actually hide the main components of the item that may not be organic. So the consumer is actually fooled into thinking the entire or most of the actual food or drink item is organic. Organic foods and drinks are actually based on methods that provide extremely limited or no chemical or synthetic pesticides or fertilizers that are used in the creation of the actual food or the farming. Now, the regulatory bodies recognize that products have different levels of organic um, components. So, for example, some products contain 95% organic ingredients. If the level of organic contents actually drop below a certain level, then the products need to be appropriately labeled. Uh, As such as uh, stated, we've made with organic ingredients rather than labeling it as organic. The food and drink may be entirely organic or may only contain some organic components. So you really need to read and find out what the truth actually is. And, And that is difficult because there is just no real regulation as to who can use it, who can't how they are marketed, how they're policed. It's just a minefield out there. Made with whole grains is another fantastic marketing ploy. It's again the same vein of organic uh, labeling and here what's happened is that they tell you that a product is made with whole grains and again you can begin to see the pattern where they actually try and confuse or trick you into thinking that certain aspects of the product apply to the entire product so it might be using a a component of it whereas the majority of the actual product is not what the label claims to be. And uh, this is where marketing companies count on the fact that you don't pay much attention to the food label, you know, especially when it comes to the choice of words uh, and where the buzz labels have been actually placed on the food packaging. You know, the packet has has a word that says you're made with whole grains. That might be sufficient for a person to simply take it up, put it in the cart and get out of the store and not even know that they've just been lied to. Now again they might not be made completely from whole grains so for example the product may be claiming to have whole grains may actually contain a significantly uh, uh, less significantly uh, less amount of the actual whole grains than other grains that are in it again this is just masking and part of the food label lie all natural this is one of my favorites you know natural is the best way to go and then everything is now labeled natural Uh, minimal processing of the foods and drinks provide you with the best nutritional state of the food, right? And as the foods and drinks actually get processed, then the nutritional benefit is stripped away. And you basically have a shell. And then it has to be fortified with other ingredients. And then they add to it sugar, fat, sodium, just so that it actually tastes acceptable. However, sometimes uh, what happens is that there is no basis for the term natural. For example, all natural has significantly been processed, so you need to look at the labels again. Plus, uh, if you if you see um, a can plum, for example, and the label says it's organic natural plum, that means nothing. First of all, it's in a can. Uh, in the can, there's BPA and other chemicals that are used. Foods that are actually in can go through a process of high-pressure cooking. Once they've cooked the living daylights out of it, it cannot be infected with anything. Then they add a, an agent that actually cures it further so that nothing can grow. Generally, this is high amounts of sugar or salt. So yes, the plum might have started off as organic, as natural, but once it's gone through the canning process, everything has been stripped out of it. So that... <laughs> you know doesn't matter what it is and uh, now with regards to eggs and uh, chicken there's the cage free free roaming allowed to you know live on the farm happy hens <laughs> most of the birds are cage free and these animals may have escaped their location before going into the supermarket or you know the food stores cage free simply implies that the animals were not in a cramp or close quarters with other animals you know however this doesn't mean that they are as free as you might imagine so there might be some misinformation on the part of the marketing firm so many times the the label simply just grab your attention you know you target heartstrings of those who are passionate about animal freedom again this is simply marketing This is very subjective, there is no standard definition. So understand that cage access or environmental access for chickens, uh, it's not something that we have much control over. Plus, you know, humane regulatory guidelines are very different from what you might think uh, as to be a cramped or uh, uh, unsuitable condition for a chicken. Okay. Uh, included the last one is an absolute, absolute corker, and that is GMO. And right? a lot of labels say non GMO or GMO free, or you know, made from non GMO ingredients. Again, same loopholes. They the main ingredient might not be GMO, but they might be fortified with GMO ingredients, it, it might have only one ingredient that is GMO free. Again, it's simply just not regulated and oh, it's, uh, just just rubbish. And any product that's made out of soy or as soy com- containing components is GMO anyway. So you know if it's made out of soy and they say it's GMO free, you already know that that's a outright lie. Uh, fats uh, telling you that there's no cholesterol, no trans fats. Uh, again, uh, you you are getting the gist of it, right? The labels are not to be trusted they are something that you have to read very carefully to find out and as more companies take on the ethical approach to getting their labeling right we are going to one day be able to read the labels and actually know what they mean but in the meantime if it looks too good to be true read closely you know i just discovered that salt one of the salt common salt brands that you can get from the supermarket actually contain gluten now one has to wonder what in the world is gluten doing in salt I don't know about you, but it seems like they're actually using it for fillers or they, you know, is it part of a larger conspiracy? No, that's just ridiculous. So we're not going to talk about that. But, you know, gluten in salt, absolutely outrageous. Then again, I have told you previously that gluten actually gets metabolized into a morphine-like compound. So is it trying to make salt more addictive? Hmm. Well, that's some food for thought. All right. It's been fantastic speaking with you. Uh, if you come across any labels that are of interest, please snap a photo, upload it into Facebook. We'd love to have it there uh, just to help educate the rest of the people who are listening. Fantastic. Well, have a great day.